Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is all about bringing joy through storytelling and conversation. We're going to hit you with some wellness, some inspiration, and splashing a little laughter. It'll be time well spent. I promise you that. So sit back and relax. Let's do this thing. a story to share with you today about that time I got my heart broke by a dog I never met. But stick with me, because I know it sounds like a sad story, but I learned 10 lessons along the way that I want to share with you to help me turn the whole thing around, and it ended with a sloppy kiss. So let me give you some background. I entered the adoption arena for a shelter dog in January 2020 for the new year. I mean, I'm 51 years old, and I never loved my own dog. Sure, I loved lots of dogs since I was a kid. My parents' dog, my girlfriend's dogs, my niece's dogs, my sister's dogs. I even cooked bacon for my neighbor's dog. I love dogs, okay? But this year, I want to love my own dog. The ASPCA reports over 1.6 million dogs are adopted each year and 670,000 are euthanized. Hearing these stats, I knew a shelter dog was the right choice for me. So I filled out an application at my local SPCA and with the local nonprofit shelter. And the match game and the weight game begins. So I'll be honest, I'm a romantic. I fell in love with the first dog I saw, an old schnauzer named Buddy. I called the shelter, I asked for a meet and greet. I went out to meet Buddy, we went for a walk, we made eye contact. I hugged him, he leaned into me. It was a match, right? Eh, not so much. You see, Buddy drew a lot of interest and there were other meet and greets. I got that phone call. Thanks for your interest in Buddy, but we've matched him with another couple who's home all the time and more financially set to take care of Buddy's medical needs. It stung. I was disappointed. But to be honest, I wasn't heartbroken. I even wondered if maybe I wasn't ready for a dog. Calendar flips ahead three weeks. This is where the story picks up a bit. Tito popped up on social media Sunday evening. My niece forwards me the post with the caption, This is your dog, heart, heart, heart. I hear angels singing. There's a spotlight over his picture. A little mini schnauzer in a cage. Okay, that was for dramatic effect. It wasn't a cage, it was a kennel but he looked really sad and scared. The dog of my dreams and mini schnauzer is what I always wanted. Something about their posture, that chest out, that goatee, little bow-legged, cool looking confident creature. I could barely sleep that night. If I said I dreamed of me and Tito, you wouldn't believe me. So I won't, but I did. The shelter opens up at 10 a.m. I called at 10.01. I put my name in the hat. Technically, it was the application they already had on file, but you get me. The man said it would be like four days before the process was completed. 
You see, he wasn't an owner surrender, so it was going to take some time to figure everything out. If, in fact, Tito was even going to go up for adoption at all. There was no guarantees, the man said. Call back in four days. I called at the end of the third day. Not because I hadn't been thinking of Tito all day, every day. I looked at his picture so many times, imagining me and him taking long walks in the park. So back to the call. The lady answers. I say I'm calling about Tito. Oh, sorry, she replies. Tito's been adopted. Insert heartbreak sound. But I... And a lump in my throat. But the man said, dry mouth, eyes watering. Insert some more heartbreaking sounds. Sorry, she says, he's been matched. Here's where the lessons begin to surface. See if you recognize them, and I'll highlight them at the end of the episode. After I hung up, I started to recognize my feelings and thoughts. I was feeling sadness, and negative thoughts begin to surface. Maybe I'm not good enough. When I head home, maybe I'll go through a drive through Important side note, I recently ended a bad relationship with food, and for the last two years, I've been building a new relationship with healthy choices. But those old habits linger in the shadows. But it's okay, because I know they're there, and in a future episode, we'll dive deeper. I took some deep breaths because I know my breath will keep me present and out of my head. I'm breathing, but some tacos will be good right now. I'm angry, and I want some french fries too. I take a couple more deep breaths and decide I'm going to go ahead and text a couple of my people. Let them know Tito and I weren't matched and I'm feeling disappointed. I'm thinking I might need some support because the sadness feels thick in my chest. How is it my heart is broken over a dog I never met? I continue on with my plan to go to the gym. I max volume on the headphones so I can't hear the negative thoughts, just the music. I sweat with stretches, squats, steps. I'm doing push and pulls all in one workout. I don't care about the rules. I just notice it feels good to move. I realize my anger and disappointment is fueling my energy and I have a really good workout. I get kind replies back from my people, who by the way were my niece Morgan. She's my pal from the first day. And she's going to surface in many more stories and episodes. Because like I said, she's my pal. And I don't call you my pal unless you're my pal. The other was my life coach, who will be featured on an upcoming episode. We've been working together for two life-changing years. So pal says she's sorry and suggests I come over and play with her dogs. Coach says be grateful. This makes me angry. Why does coach always come up with a ridiculous thing to say at a time like this? But I finish my workout and head home. I'm passing all these fast food restaurants. I don't need comfort. Not in that anyway. I get home and I head straight to the kitchen. Don't worry, it's safe. I only have healthy food there. I crank up the oven. I turn on some more music. A little bit more mellow this time. I light a candle. I get out the cutting board and go to work on some veggies and season up some chicken. I'm going to eat healthy because that's what really makes me feel good. I realize that I'm starting to feel calm. 
not so angry anymore. And to be honest, I'm feeling grateful that Tito found a home quick. Coach was right again. You can always find room for gratitude. More lessons start to surface. When your spirit is broken, you know that inside kind of hurt. You can't focus on the inside right away. You're better off turning your energy to the outside physical space. Nurture your body with some exercise and good food. It'll create a healthy space for your spirit to heal. I wrap up the night with a meditation with Deepak and I end up getting a restful night's sleep. The next morning, I add to my gratitude list that I'm grateful Tito found a home. All day I thought of him and wondered how he was settling in with his new family. I figured maybe it was best I don't get to meet him because it might have hurt worse. get a text from another one of my people, my friend. I call her Broadway. And earning a nickname like that, you can bet she'll be featured on a future episode. But back to the story. She says she's coming to pick me up. She says she's got something to show me. She picks me up and we head in the direction of the shelter. Broadway and I hadn't talked in the past week, so I hadn't told her about losing Tito. She knew about Buddy though, and knew I was searching for a DOG of my own. When we were getting closer, I started thinking maybe Power told her about Tito. So I say, you heard I got my heart broke? She's like, yeah, last month with Buddy. I'm like, no, from yesterday. I start telling her about Tito. She can't believe it. She was taking me to see Tito. When she saw him on social media, she thought of me and had been plotting to take me to meet the dog of my dreams. Now we were both disappointed, but agreed we'll feel better if we go anyway and see the other dogs and even some cats. Broadway swings the door open and boldly declares, we're here to see Tito. The lady at the counter says, oh, you're with the family that's here to adopt them? They're in the meeting room, right now. We look at each other knowing, knowing we're about to bust in that room and crash the party. We came to see Tito, and here's our chance. We interrupt the meeting, and it turns out Broadway knows the couple adopting. They are clearly confused as to why we're busting in on their visit, but she starts to explain the situation, why Tito and I lock in on one another. Go ahead and cue up those angels singing again. Tito comes right to me. I kneel down and pet him and cover him with hugs and kisses. He gets right in my lap like I'm the one who's taking him home. The couple who were actually there to adopt him are gracious to let Tito and I have our moment. They must be good people and that takes this thing out a little bit. I told Tito I loved him because I did, even if he wasn't going to be mine. I realized I wasn't feeling heartbroken anymore. I was actually feeling grateful for one, that I got to meet Tito. And for two, that a friend did something nice for me. She took me out there to meet Tito, and that we did. Meeting him helped me know without a doubt I was ready to have my own dog. And little did I know, the universe was crafting me a match. Turns out this little schnauzer wasn't the only Tito in town. Stand by for that twist.
sponsor of this episode is our favorite partner, Love Cheeky. All natural, handcrafted Key West Apothecary. Their hand sanitizer clean is flying off the shelves. Clean is crafted with 70% alcohol, organic aloe water, and aloe gel. Your hands will be clean and your skin will be moisturized. I don't leave home without my bottle of clean. I love the way it smells and it doesn't irritate my skin. I'd give you a spray of mine, but I think you should get a bottle of your own at lovecheekykw.com. Remember earlier I mentioned I filled out an application at two shelters? The local SPCA and a local nonprofit shelter? Well, one week later, Paradise Pet Rescue posted a picture on their social media site of the most interesting dog on the earth. He was a mix of Schnauzer, Wolfhound, and maybe more. The caption read, Tito is available for adoption. Looking for a good home for this perfect dog. Tito and I have been together for months now. He loves baking and giving sloppy kisses in the morning. See, I told you there'd be a happy ending. Let's go through those 10 lessons I learned through this experience that we can all benefit from. Number one, recognize your feelings. That way you know where your thoughts and actions are coming from. Number two, trust your breath to settle you in and quiet the noisy thoughts. I'm no Iceman Hoff, but I go to the deep breath on the regular. Number three, it's okay to share your disappointment too. Everything isn't always joyful. Your people want to be there for you through all the moments, if you let them. Number four, when your spirit feels broke, focus your energy on your physical space and it'll create a healthy space for your spirit to heal. Number five, be bold. Always stepping back trying to make everybody else feel comfortable, you're gonna miss out. Maybe never meet your Tito. Number six, stay in gratitude. It opens you up to receive joy and health and relationships and awareness, and that's what this is all about. Number seven, remember, emotions are fluid. What you feel in this moment, it's gonna change. This too shall pass. My grandmother used to tell me this all the time. It's a medieval proverb from 1200 AD, but it's still relevant today. Number eight, allow somebody to do something nice for you. Be a gracious receiver. Number nine, trust the universe. When we don't get what we think we need, it's cause the universe has something better coming. Stick around and see what happens. And number 10, get a dog. My boy Eckhart Tolle wrote The Guardian of Being. In there, he talks about how dogs don't have any thought, so there's no judgment. They're just always present. In some ways, dogs are more connected with being than people. And for some people, the time they spend with their dogs is probably the most present they are all day. Shout out to the SPCA and Paul Dice Pet Rescue for being angels on earth to pets in need. I appreciate the work you do to match the right dogs with the right people. If this story inspired you to bring joy, how about doing it via a donation or volunteering your time to one of these awesome organizations right here in Key West? Or if you're tuned in from outside of the Keys, find a reputable shelter and bring joy. I'm Joy Newlish, and I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. 
My purpose is to bring joy into my life and the lives of others. If you've enjoyed this episode, like and subscribe because there's a lot of good stuff on tap. You can also follow Bring Joy on YouTube or check my website at joynewlish.com. Now go bring joy to the people in your world. Until next time, much love.